0: let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be always acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. If I'm being honest with you, Thanksgiving, at least growing up, was not my favorite holiday, Uh, partly because the Dallas Cowboys were so bad when I was growing up. Having to watch them every Thanksgiving really took me out of the mood. my, uh, my love language is gifts, and so Thanksgiving was always this sort of torturous, like, we're so close to Christmas but not quite, you know, so I was ready for Christmas to start. But as I've gotten older and as I have a family and, 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 and a flock of, of, at this church, and every year Thanksgiving is a, a day I really look forward to. Uh, the times we get to spend together and the time we get to set aside to be thankful for. And I'm sure if you're like me, you can come up with a long list of things that you're thankful for this year as well. Each of those particular people, things, events, whatever it is that we're thankful for are windows or icons whereby we can see God working in our lives clearly Through the particular goods that were given by God, we come to know him as the universal good, the fountain of all good. All good things come from him. St. James reminds us of that this morning. Every good endowment and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Everything good comes from God. Because God is goodness itself. Because God is the ultimate goodness, St. James reminds us he can't change. If he changed to be less good, then God wouldn't be the ultimate good. God is unchanging. We change, circumstances change, but God is unchanging. And our notion of goodness comes from God. So as we're thankful for those good things in our lives, we direct our thanks ultimately to God because he's the fount of all goodness. He's our ultimate provider. Jesus says the same thing in St. Matthew chapter 6. Don't be anxious about your life, what you shall eat or what you shall drink, nor about your body or what you shall put on. He goes on to point out that the birds of the air and the lilies of the field are examples for us. The birds don't work. They don't make provisions for themselves. They don't clock in at eight and clock out at five. They don't contribute to their employer matching 401ks. Yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not more valuable than they? Similarly, the lilies of the field don't work. Yet God clothes them in such an array of splendor. But if God so clothes the grass grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O men of little faith? Because we see how God cares for those things that are lesser than humans and the order of creation, how much more will God provide for us who he created in his image? Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be yours as well. Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Let the day's own trouble be sufficient for the day. And so today is a beautiful opportunity for us to consider the blessings of God in our lives. Each of the individual blessings that we have remind us of the ultimate blessing, that Jesus Christ became human, he died on the cross to restore the relationship between us and God, and he rose again because death won't have the final say. And so today, let us give him thanks for this benefit and all the other instances of God's goodness working in our lives. You know, the word for Eucharist means Thanksgiving. So what an appropriate way for us to start our Thanksgiving Day celebration than by receiving those great benefits that he's won for us. And so may each of these blessings here at the altar, but also in your own lives, serve as an impetus for us to seek his kingdom and his righteousness, allowing his will to rightly order all of our priorities